listening in a different time zone what is your time zone like i can't say what the future is like or past like and i it's like technically the same time but time zones uh wow it feels like fucking ages since i have sat behind this microphone because it has been uh if you guys were tuning in two weeks ago i did a new episode with my bassist and best friend michael simon once again bulletproof mike which i just realized i can't say anymore uh, and then you probably heard a rerun last week. I went on vacation. I was in a cabin upstate, completely secluded from society for two weeks, which was beautiful. But uh, I was not able to do a new episode. Um, so I'm back now. Um, so much has happened. Wow. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll we'll get into that because I feel like it's my responsibility to talk about a lot of the things that I missed when I wasn't here, and they are important things. For starters. Um, so much happened in the SoCal music scene over the past two weeks, and I wanted to address it because though I am not in the SoCal scene, I'm in New York. Unfortunately, I looked up to a lot of those bands that just got canceled for legitimate reasons. Um, and now I'm, it's, <sighs> let's talk about the frights, let's talk about swimmers, let's talk about the regrets. Um, I guess it started with the frights. I'm, my timeline's off because, like I said, I was secluded with no internet for like two weeks. Um, the frights, Mikey Carnvale engaging in a sexual act with an underage girl. Come on, man. Just be better. Like, I will at least acknowledge that the frights statement was way better of an apology than swimmers. Still bad, though. Still absolutely terrible. And fuck. It's that, that one hit hard because I loved the Frights, and I really looked up to them, and that is such a shame because I know I'm not the only one. It's so unfortunate when you get into a band and then you find out that they do things like that. And does he regret it? I hope so. It sounds like he did sound sincere in his apology. Good that they apologized, but still come on swimmers man i'm burning my swimmer shirt straight up like one of the things that made me love swimmers so much was the fact that they were very proudly feminist for a band of dudes and i liked that i appreciated that because mm -hmm. i always thought i've seen them twice in concert and at their shows they would always say like this is a concert for everybody, and to the women in the crowd, we hope you feel safe here. Like, that was so cool to me, because that is such a an overlooked aspect of music. There are so many times at concerts where young girls will get groped by these creepy motherfucking men who try to feel entitled at a concert. Like, no. Back the fuck up. Step off. Like, don't do that shit. And finding a band that sounded so proudly, like against that and condemned that and spoke against it made it really easy to look up to them as people and then this whole thing comes out with joey being an absolutely abusive person to lydia knight from the regrets and to lydia knight she probably will never hear this but jesus christ from the global population of music we are so sorry that you went through what you went through it is so fucked up that a, it had to be kept secret for Joey's image. B, that you lived through it and have had to hold back on talking about it for so long. Abuse is a legitimate thing. Stop going after survivors for coming out when they come out. If you are a victim of sexual assault or any abuse for that matter, it is not easy talking to the world about that trauma. Sharing with the world is a very public thing about a very private instance that probably scars you for life. And... It's so much worse when there are people who do talk about it and then they get attacked by the fan bases of other people. Do not attack a victim of any sort of assault because you like the person who assaulted them. Stop supporting that motherfucker. It sucks, yeah, but you know what sucks more? Having to live through abuse. It's so unfortunate and I wanted to address that because, I don't know, I'm a musician myself, I... As all musicians, most likely, I'm 
I guess speaking on behalf of musicians as a whole, we all want to be big. We all want to make it someday. We all want to make money off of our music. We all want to make performances and sell albums and sell merch. And that's like a dream come true. But there's also a responsibility that comes with that. If you are going to be trying to blow up and become an entertainer for the mass public, you need to be responsible with your platform. Do not become another asshole that promotes misogyny, bigotry, racism, homophobia. Don't do it. Just be a good person in addition to living your dreams. Otherwise, you are wasting your talent. Don't waste your fucking talent. Be a good person. Use your art to make people understand other people. Use your art to promote acceptance and inclusivity. Don't be a dick. It's so easy to just not be a dick. So don't do it. That's my rant. Let's get into some music. This first artist, I went to TikTok to find, and by went to, I was scrolling through and found, and I was not disappointed. Um, really cool stuff. This is a song called Quiet by an artist that I found on TikTok named Anna Leonard, and she's from Virginia. She's also working on a new album in addition to this song. This is currently the only song on her Spotify page, but it's an amazing song. Um, it's a collaboration, a collaboration with Gabriel Taylor, and you can expect a DIY indie album coming up in the near future that's going to be between the two of them also. So this song is called Quiet by Anna Leonard. Enjoy.
Once again, that was Quiet by Anna Leonard. Hope you guys enjoyed that. That was all the way from my TikTok page. Straight up, New York to Virginia, we're expanding our reach on this show, and I am so excited about that. I would also love to just publicly appreciate TikTok for being one of the more unlikely places that I also have found like artists for for this show. That is, This makes the second TikTok artist that I have found, and it's amazing to me. You know, I'm going to just say this. If you're one of those people that's hating on TikTok, that's just like, oh, fuck TikTok, grow up. Stop trying to be edgy. It's not cool. TikTok is so fun. I, I am such, I was a hater, and I am so not a hater anymore. I love TikTok. It is so fun. If you think it's going to steal your information, sell it to China, go fuck yourself because you're an idiot. If you think that everything steals from us, literally everything, but that's besides the point. Uh, I love finding so much shit through TikTok. It is so cool. There are so many small communities on it. I love finding the little musician communities that I'm on and it's, it's beautiful. So supportive, so many people and, uh, no gatekeeping. I mean, there are gatekeepers, but like, don't, don't fucking do it. You're a dick. If you, if you gatekeep music, like shut the fuck up. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to jump into my second artist now. Uh, I'm actually really excited for this one. I've been wanting to throw these guys onto the show for quite some time since I started it, actually. Um, these guys are a band named Samsara, and they are from Long Island and Queens in New York. And I have played, I want to say, two or three shows with them already. They are all of them. I mean, I think two of them, one or, at least one of them just graduated from high school. So shout out to you. But um, they are a high school band that are now moving some of them into college, some of them staying in high school, and they kick ass. I got to play a couple of shows with them at the Knitting Factory before the pandemic started, and I love them so much. They are such fun people, very nice dudes, and they are so wickedly talented. So this is a song that I found. Uh, I actually got a DM from them. Uh, I want to say yesterday, yeah. They did like this really cool thing that I didn't know existed, but now I know. Um... It was like a live YouTube concert that they did with this place, I guess, called Bridgeside Studios. Really cool thing. They did a whole live. They had a tight performance. So this uh, this track is actually a recording from their live set yesterday that they, these guys just did. This is an original song by them. And I think there is an EP coming in the works. I can be wrong on that. I should have asked that, though I forgot to ask that. But um, absolutely check these guys out. This is an original song by Long Island Queens band Samsara called Tell Us Your Name. Enjoy it. Relish in its glory. All of these guys are fantastic musicians and they deserve to be praised to the highest form of praise. So enjoy. Tell Us Your Name, Samsara. Don't 
yo, I love those guys so much. They are so fun to play with. They are so amazing live, and you should check them out. Sam Sara, that track was called Tell Us Your Name. Hope you fuck with it. That was a live recording. That was an in-person live session. That's crazy. They're so tight. That was such a tight performance. Like, I... I don't even know if I can go that long through a song without fucking up because I do. I fuck up all the time and they just, damn, they're so good. Uh, I love those guys, as you can clearly tell. Um, I am very excited for the pandemic to end so I can play another show with them at the Knitting Factory because they are very fun to perform with and share the backstage room with. It's very fun. Uh, so yeah, check them out. They're from Queens, New York and Long Island, New York. Uh... Moving me into the next segment. I'm debating doing the song first because my interviewee actually wasn't an artist for this episode. It's a really cool plug that I'll get into later. So you know what? Let's play the song first and then we'll hop into the interview section of this episode. The next artist that I'm going to be playing uh, this is my, I believe my second time playing her music. Might be my third time actually playing her on this show. This is my amazingly talented friend Katie under the stage name Katie uh, I'm playing her to give you guys the good news that she's actually planning on a new recording uh, that should be coming out sometime in the near future. She is working hard at it. She is beautifully writing songs, and I am very lucky to get to hear them. Um, Katie's one of the most talented people that I know. Um, has a pretty big clout on TikTok. If you are on TikTok, you might have actually heard some of her sounds before, but... Uh, I love Katie, so this is my absolutely stream Katie-o shout-out because you should always stream Katie-o. I always stream Katie-o. This is her first song that she has on her Spotify, In the Air. You should stream it, In the Air by Katie-o. Let's go.
That song is going to be stuck in your head for the next three days. I guarantee it. It will be stuck in my head for the next three days, which I am always proud to say, because I love that song, and I love every song that Katie has ever put out. There are no bad songs. Such a talented person. I am so lucky to know her. If you're listening, Katie, I love your music. I love you. Keep doing what you're doing. You're amazing. Um, Stream Katie-o. So that's going to bring me to the final segment of my episode. Uh, though I did not use artists through Quadio for this episode, I have used many times Quadio for I've used many. I have used Quadio many times for previous episodes that I've done, and I work for Quadio as a campus rep, and I am a massive advocate for this program. So, as a special thing of uh, my special guest for tonight's episode is actually my boss, the head of the campus reps program for Quadio my boss, Eve Krista. So I'm going to jump right into that interview now. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. I'm here with my awesome boss, Eve, from Quadio, and I'm just going to stop talking and let Eve do most of the talking for this one. So Eve, what is what is Quadio and what exactly do you do at Quadio? Hey, everybody. So my name is Eve. And I am the director of campus reps at Quadio. And if you don't know what Quadio is, Quadio is the only social streaming platform directly for college students. So basically what that means is it's a combination of the networking and connection that you get from something like Facebook or LinkedIn and the streaming that you get from something like SoundCloud or Spotify. And if you combine them and make it so that we have this platform that's just for college students and where you can find a producer, you can find a vocalist, you can um, look for a drummer, a band can look for a drummer. Um, you can really connect and network with people and also get more exposure on your music to this really niche um, market this niche demographic that fits you as somebody who's also in that same age demographic. So that's the platform itself. And then beyond that, we also do a lot of different community building um, activities this summer. We have a summer songwriting club. Um, we plan to continue that. We do a lot of competitions and we do um, features and um, partnerships with different brands and organizations to help uh, give more exposure to the artists that are on Quadio. Um, so we've done one so far with the Wild Honey Pie, which is like an indie music blog, as well as V Magazine. So those are just two of the, the partnerships, but we have many more planned. Um, we do a lot of like Instagram lives and concerts and stuff like that. And then myself, I run the Campus Rep program. So Basically, we have about 100 campus reps um, from around 80 schools, and uh, John is a campus rep, one of the campus reps, and basically what you do as a campus rep is you talk about Quadio, you promote Quadio to your immediate community, as well as um, hosting activations. So hosting things like open mics and listening parties and jam sessions and songwriting workshops. Um, but of course, with the, everything going on in the world right now, that is all virtual. So um, really building community of musicians and music lovers at their school um, in regards to Quadio. Awesome. That was like the perfect answer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. So going more into like the specifics of what goes into like using Quadio, when you upload a song, what are like the cool features that you have available to you as like someone directly uploading? Totally. Well, one of the things that I think is personally the coolest about Quadio that not many or that I know of not any other music streaming platform has is that you can not only upload a completed track, but you can also upload a work in progress track. So this is great for people who make beats or for vocalists who wanna hop on someone's track. And you can essentially tag your track as a work in progress and then tag it specifically with what you are looking for. So you can say, I'm looking for um, a remixer. Say you wanna remix your song, um, or you're just looking for feedback. That's really helpful too. Um, and oftentimes people will, put their work in progress tracks on Quadio, get their feedback, make connections, make collaborations. And then when they're finalized with it, 
they'll either, you know, they'll put their completed track back on Quadio, and then they'll also put it on other streaming platforms as well. So that's one of my favorite features. Um, another thing you can do is take a look at our charts. So right now, the more, when you upload a song, the more likes and plays you get, you move up charts. So there's a school chart, there's a state chart, there's regional, and then there's national. And if you get up to the top of your school chart, you're bumped to the next one and so on and so on. So that's a really fun way just to see your exposure growing. And um, not everybody really cares about that type of like a little bit of competition, but it is fun to sort of root for your school. If you see, you know, your school on the top of the national chart, I personally always get excited when I see someone from my school going up the national chart. It's definitely a little bit of like a self-esteem boost too, because I know for a fact, like when, when uh, Quadio was like in beta still and like we put Spitfire on the tracks, like I remember seeing like two of our songs, like getting up like in the New York charts for a little while. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever felt. Like, it's like, it's like, it feels like the college version of like the Billboard 100. You get to like watch that and it's just like, oh, this is awesome. Like, this is validating. People are listening to my stuff. It's, and like, yeah. I, I love the community behind Quadio because it's the only platform that, I know of personally myself that allows you to like directly truly comment on someone's like content like on Spotify you can't comment or anything like that I think you can on SoundCloud but SoundCloud to me is like I don't understand it as much it doesn't feel as personal to me I feel like when someone compliments any track on Quadio it's so direct it's like someone you can message that person it's like thank you for listening to my music um and like you make it so much easier to make like friends and fans in the same way yeah, I, I'm so glad that you feel that way because that's like absolutely the goal is that you, you know, so often I think as artists, especially new and emerging artists can often feel like when they put their music on SoundCloud or Spotify or YouTube that it's sort of like up in the ocean and it oftentimes doesn't get the recognition that it deserves. And because Quadio is this more smaller and more specific community um, to college students, you really do, um, you can get that recognition and more exposure and, and just make those connections. Because even if your chart, even if your song doesn't go up the charts, you can still find people who liked it and listened to it and commented and then exactly like you said dm them and forged that relationship that you probably would never have um met them otherwise if it weren't for this platform for sure and like since i started doing this show too i've definitely used quadio in almost every episode it has helped me make so many connections it's crazy like i'm here in new york whereas my connections are usually people that i meet at the shows that i play or anyone who like hops on a bill with me or something through a project over Instagram. But through Quadio, I was able to meet people from Tennessee, from California, a couple from Florida, which is crazy because it's now like I am all the way up here in New York. And now I know people on the other coast who are making music that I really like. And it's so easy to just message people. And it's what I also love. It's, this is like a very small detail, but I'm, I know I'm not the only person that loves this detail because I have a friend who was on one of my tracks who complimented this too. There are so many specific things that you can like tag throughout Claudio. Oh so yeah. Genres, so many instruments. Cause my friend, Nicole, who plays on our song dance plays the euphonium, which is an instrument that like nobody knows. It's a very like commonly used instrument, but no one knows the name of it. It looks like a tuba. So everyone thinks it's a tuba. And I had her hop on the platform when we were still in beta and she texted me all excited. Like this is the first thing I have ever been on that allows me to like say that I play the euphonium. I have never seen the euphonium tagged in anything before. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, well, there was a lot of research that went into like making sure that we listed all of the skills, um, all of the genres and subgenres. And um, we have a really awesome community manager, Johnny, and he, whenever somebody messages him like, hey, I noticed that you don't have this skill or something, um, we get it added as fast as we can. So it has for sure come from our side, but also from you all. We love hearing feedback and whatever suggestions that people have, we really like to incorporate incorporate it because at the end of the day quadio is for you all so if we're not if we don't have something that you need or that you feel like represents you then it's important for us to make sure it happens in my opinion that is one of the things that makes it like my favorite platform to be on as an artist like because it's so direct like everything is so direct which is so nice 
to be like seen as an artist because i mean spotify is great i love spotify i will absolutely not bash on them but it has its limitations whereas like something i have gone through spotify for like help desk stuff all the time because oftentimes i need help with spotify like pages and stuff like the fans also like pages and stuff and it feels very distant oftentimes it's like you submit a help desk on a website and then you might hear back you might not hear back um Whereas, like, Quadio is so direct, like, you have something that you want, like, you have an idea, you pitch it, and it's just, like, as an artist, you say it, and it shows up on the platform not long after, which is really cool. I think that's, like, a really unique thing. Thank you. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. So, also, bringing me to my next question, how did you get involved with Quadio? So, as you might know, Quadio did start as a family company, and so I am related to the the founders of it and it wasn't just that it was that at a certain point in i think it was october mid-october 2019 the campus rep program was at about 30 people and this was when the our a and r team we called them the road warriors at the time they were traveling from school to school literally giving presentations to students individually or in classes or at clubs about Claudio. And those folks, our road warriors, were trying to manage simultaneously be on the road and talk with people and spread the word about Claudio. They were also trying to manage the 30 campus reps and it was a growing program. And it was just they couldn't they couldn't man they couldn't do both their full-time job and then also that. So they were like basically we need somebody to come in and help. Um, and personally, my career has always been surrounding community organizing in some shape or form, running an internship program, running um, a, a big volunteer program. Um, I've also done a lot of teaching and like running um, sort of education programs for nonprofits. And so I have a lot of experience organizing and, and educating younger folk. Um, and so basically, I was in grad school at the time, and I still am in grad school part-time. Um, and I got a call from Joe, who is one of the founders, and he was like, Eve, I need your help. Um, we need somebody to help organize and run this campus rep program. Um, and I said, yes, of course, um, I will absolutely come on and help. And at that time, like I said, it was around 30 campus reps. And then over the course of, of, uh, basically like nine months, it went all the way up to 230. Um, and then a lot of them graduated and now we're at around a hundred, um, which is actually good because it's more manageable and just with everything being virtual, I think it'll be helpful to have it be a little bit um, smaller and more intimate for the fall semester at least. So yeah, that's basically how I got involved and a little bit about my background as well. That's awesome. That covered one of my next questions. I remember the, it was so interesting when like I got contacted by Ophelia because she reached out through Instagram DM to me, to Michael and to Michaela. And at first I thought it was spam. I'm like, this is oddly like, this doesn't seem like legit, but I was interested. So I was like, um, where would you like to meet? And she was like, oh, um, anywhere on campus. I was like, all right, I like that. I don't feel sketchy about that. So I remember I brought Michael with me and I felt so bad because Michael is one of the most like interrogating people unintentionally sometimes and I was so impressed because they had like the answer to every question he was asking there were so many questions I was like dude like chill out and like I remember them plugging the the program as a platform specifically for us just as Spitfire to be on the platform as artists in the beginning when it was still in beta and I was very interested by that and then um they brought up the campus rep program and I was like all right well that sounds awesome and then I remember texting Michaela about it later so no, I, I've like referenced Michaela on this show like three times. And I still have yet to bring her on, which I find really funny. But Michaela is another person that goes to school with me and also a musician. Um, and like the three of us were applying at like the same time. We did it like right next to each other. And it was really fun when we got in. It was really exciting. And it's honestly like my favorite thing I think I did throughout the entire year of college that I had. Like the going to the office was extremely fun. Um, seeing like the instruments on the wall and just being surrounded by like a bunch of musicians and people involved in the music community in every different aspect. It's such a like 
passionate and inspiring environment to work in, which is so awesome. And like knowing that, like, because every time I think of a streaming service, I think of it as a company, which it is, but it's cool to see like behind the company, it's also like a community that is dedicated to bringing life to the overall message that it's like preaching to. And that's really awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I wish, I wish that, um, I was able to do like in-person, uh, check-ins with all of the campus reps. I feel like you and your team and a lot of like the New York City based campus reps are so lucky and I feel lucky to actually like interact with you all in person because there are so many campus reps that I feel like I have really great relationships with and um, we talk a lot but I've actually never met them in real life. <laughs> so um, but I think I think we're all pretty much going to be on that same on that same page uh, going forward for a while. Right. It is really awesome though. And I'm really glad that I've been able to be a part of it because it's just, it's something that I truly believe in now too. That like I could see taking off. I hope it takes off because I would love like in the conversation of like Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple music, iTunes, I would love Quadio to be in that tier of lists because truthfully, I do think it is better than a lot of them in my personal opinion. Thank you. Well, we have big, big things planned for, for the end of 2020 and 2021. So I'm right there with you. I really, I believe in it so much. And so I really feel like um, it's just going to keep getting bigger and better. Speaking of those plans, are there anything that you can publicly share? All right, let me think. Well, I did mention that we are doing a songwriting club in the fall. And we haven't announced that yet, but I think that the song, the current songwriting uh, students know that because it's, it was such a success. Um, we thought like 10 students would sign up and within 24 hours, there was a hundred signups. So we were like, wow, there's clearly a really a, a need and a want for this, which is great. And a lot of them have actually collaborated with each other since then. Um, Another thing is just building out our community page a little bit more, making it easier for people to find each other. Um, and so that's one thing that we're working on. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's all I can say right now. But stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Absolutely. And I do have one last question, which could be a tangent one. So yeah, it's up to you. Um, do you have any fun stories that have come through working with Claudio? Oh, yes. So I don't know if you have had him on the podcast, Will Brookhart. Um, he is also a campus rep, and he recently came out with an EP. Um, I think there was like, I might get the numbers wrong. I think there were like five songs, and there were seven artists that collaborated on this EP, and he met all of them and connected with all of them through Quadio. Um, and so I, the EP is called Flight Risk, and a few of them are campus reps who he collaborated with. So I just think that it's sort of an exciting um, project, an example of what the potential is with Claudio. You know, he everything from the graphic design, the cover art, he found somebody to help with Claudio, um, to all of the features, the produ production, remixing, everything. Um, so I think that that's really fun and, and really special. That's one of my late favorite, favorite uh, tidbits to mention. I will definitely be reaching out after this episode then. I'm looking yes. at the page right now. That is so cool. Yeah, totally. He's, he's a riot. I think that'll be great. One of my favorites that I've met through Claudio is Amari. I love his music. So I love much. Amari. He's such a nice person too. He is so nice. I'm so glad that you interviewed him. I helped him get on Claudio. And so I always have like a little special soft spot in my heart for anyone that I personally got onto Claudio. And his music is so great. And he's so consistent with his uploads. Like you can tell that he's constantly creating and working on his craft, which is very admirable. What I love about um his career too is like when I interviewed him he was talking about like how frequently he writes and I think that I write a lot which I do but like he was like yeah I made like some crazy amount of like beats like every day for like a year and I'm like that's, <laughs> that's insane awesome. and he's just yeah, like I listened, to, I listened to his song imposter syndrome first that was the one I found through Claudio and that's like such a deep track it's so like like emotionally like 
present and I just thought it was so beautiful and then I like interviewed him excited to be like deep dude and he was like all happy and jumpy and I'm like this is the coolest thing I've ever done uh and he actually a cool thing so this is a quadio uh collab that I did here the song that we just released um in Spitfire America actually has him singing on the chorus way in like towards the end I I had him and two other friends hop on that chorus which was really fun so it was really cool. I DM'd him and I was like, hey, super random question. Would you want to collaborate on like half of a chorus for a song that's coming out? And he did. It was awesome. So that's like another thing that I found through Quadio yeah. that I wouldn't have had otherwise. That's awesome. I did see that. I did see that you uploaded that song. Um, did you upload it for our collab contest? I did not. I okay. should have. <laughs> so you can edit it for three days more. I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but for three more days, you can tag your songs that are collabs on Quadio. Um, and there's a bunch of fun prizes, like talking to our head of artist relations, um, a beer for a while. And there's a bunch of prizes. I don't know them offhand, but definitely if any of you listening are have songs that you have collaborated on and bonus points if you found that person through Quadio, um, then be sure to tag it as as that on on the platform you upload. That's so good to know. I'm definitely doing that like immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And this brings me to my last question. This is the final pitch for this too. Um, How do you sign up for Quadio? So you go to quadio.com, Q-U-A-D-I-O. And in the top right corner, there's a little sign up button and if you press that you put in your college your edu email you'll get a verification code and then you can sign up that's if you do it on your desktop um if you d- wanted to download the app which you definitely can and should we only have it for iphones right now um but it's the same thing download it and then you sign up with your school email that way awesome and that's all the questions i have thank you so much for doing this great thank you john I'll see you when we probably head back to the semester. I know. I can't wait. I'll be in touch with you about that. Awesome. Thank you for doing this, Eve. All right. Bye. Once again, that was my amazing boss, Eve Krista, who works at, with me at Quadio, which is an amazing music platform for young college musicians. And if you are in college and you make music or if you're in college and you like music, hop on the platform. It is absolutely free. What are you waiting for? It is so fun. I love that program so much. I have done so much with it. And for this show specifically, I have found so many artists through that platform. So that concludes everything that I have. What I will conclude this episode with for the playout, uh, my band's newer song, um, our recent single, Your America, just recently came out. And this is a song in in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. It is also my personal perspective being a person of color, being that I am Latino uh, in America, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Please check it out on Spotify if you have a spare moment to do it. Please keep signing petitions. Please keep posting awareness. Please do not let it stop at your black square for Blackout Tuesday. Please care about other people. Give a shit. Don't be a bad person. Um, And that's all I got to say. Enjoy. This is my track, Your America, by my band Spitfire. Hope you guys enjoy it. See you guys next week. Talking about segregation